Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. So we touched on this just a little bit yesterday. We talked about... uh, Social fitness, which is, you know, I guess it, it runs hand in hand with physical fitness, except for it's your actual. Your relationships, the people that you spend time with. Professional and, and personal. How they make you feel and right. how intentional you're being about making time for those relationships that do fill you, fill you up. Right. And I mentioned... uh there was a individual that I follow who stopped drinking about 15 months ago. It was uh, during the holidays of 2021. Early on, I think in October she quit. And she, you know, upon completion of 2022, she was so proud to have reached the point of an entire calendar year, that Mm -hmm. January through December not drinking, and then, you know, breaching that even 15-month mark. And there's a point that she reached where she felt like, okay, I've been sober for a year, haven't drank anything, and all of the firsts are over. And you and I talked about this all last year. It would be a year of firsts, right? Everything would be a first all over again. And when you reach that point... I think there's a lot of now what? Mm-hmm. Because you feel like, well, you, honestly, you, you can start to feel depressed, not because you miss drinking, but because you feel like the the achievement and, and patting yourself on the back and even congratulations from other people as well. That's all, that's become a thing of the past now. You don't want people to say, oh, great, you haven't drank for a year. You're, you're done with that. You're, you've moved beyond that, right? Now what? Now, now what do I do to make my life fun again? Because you thought you were having fun. And how much, how, how many of us who are having these feelings thought that giving up alcohol would fix the not enoughness that we felt when we were drinking or the depression or the anxiety or all of those things that we were kind of drinking away or masking or numbing with alcohol. I thought that quitting alcohol would fix a lot of that. And to some extent it it did fix some of it, but it also didn't get to the root quitting alcohol doesn't get to the root of what's causing those feelings. And I think that's in watching that TikTok, it was like, oh yeah, like I already had these feelings of sadness or depression or anxiety or whatever your individual feelings are. And then you, you go a year without alcohol and you're celebrating milestones and everything's new. And then you're, you know, you reach one year and you're like, oh, okay. Um, those sad feelings are still here. <laughs> well, how do I get rid of them? Now what? Here's, yeah, I, I think it boils down to this. 
and I've heard this a lot, you, you'll get to a point, I, I tell people, take, take a year off, and then you'll get to a point where you, you won't be happy, and you'll feel, so a lot of people can, you know, can feel depressed. Mm-hmm. They, they feel like they're lost. Just remember this. You've always felt like that. The only thing is you drank yeah. to forget about yep. it. That's what that's the the issue. So now most people need to move on and and figure out why they feel like that. Yeah. Right? And you know, I and <laughs> that I read this early on, but it's really starting to make sense now. Most of this goes back to something or some sequence of events in our childhood. Mm -hmm. That's where it's at. Yep. And you bury it. 100%. And a lot of people, and you you would think that a lot of people had like this perfect childhood. Nobody did. No. And even if you had a really good childhood or, you know, you had a stable home or like that does not exclude you from experiencing childhood trauma it just which shapes you right it made it made you who you are today yeah and so now if you're not drinking it's i think how i'm going to look at it is like it's an opportunity to figure out how to fix and heal i like that word better than fix what is causing these feelings of sadness and depression and anxiety and whatever else in the first place. And I can do it with a clear head and a clear mind. A lot of people begin to figure out some of the individuals that brought that anxiety and depression that that brought that they start to figure that out. And I think that makes them sad. Mm Mm-hmm. And why, and with a clear mind, when you're looking at this from a distance, you start to understand, and it's difficult not to chase it away, right? But you start to see things a little bit clearer, and then you're like, that may have been part of it. Mm -hmm. And then it just really starts to, I said this to you this past weekend. I said, you know what? For the first time, time since I was a teenager for the first time since I was a teenager I have completed a calendar year January through December without having even one sip of any alcohol Mm -hmm. and I thought that's the first time I've done that in my adult life which is scary me too even if it was just because I there was times there was a few times in there I went a couple of months right and uh, I remember in my mid-30s, I was like, I'm going to slow down. And I think I went six weeks, <laughs> right? And, 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 we, yeah. I would, and I would, I had those spells, or I, I'm not going to drink during the week. Did yeah. that. I oh, did, yeah. did that a lot. Yeah. You save it for the weekends, which does nothing for you, by the way. And uh, I went through all of those spells, right? But since I was in high school, that's insane. Well, I'm the same way. I have, I've had two babies. So there's two nine month shots, two nine month shots, but there was always booze waiting at the end of the pregnancy. 
you know, like as once I got out of the hospital and yeah. home with the babies, it was, there it was waiting. Um, so yeah, this is the longest I've ever gone It's as well. And you mentioned this at the beginning, but I, I want to reiterate it. I'm, I don't miss alcohol no. and I know that this is, I, I'm learning that this is part of the process. Right. Is this, this feeling of now what? I would, I, and, and the thing is everybody, and you have to, you, you'll find this, if you decide to give it a go, and I, I, I still encourage you, you don't have to wait for January 1st. You can start today, mm-hmm. right? And be like, I'm going to take a year off. You could start today. You yeah, can start at absolutely. any time. But you will learn that there is a definite pattern and cycle to this, and you will be able to relate to a lot of people that are on the same timeline as you. Because yeah. you're, it's just like this evolution as you change and things start to come back. Because there is this thing, and you'll hear like gym guys working out a lot. Brett, John, I talk to these guys. There's something they call newbie gains. And that means when you start working out right away, you get all of these this incredible transformation because your body has never done this, right? Uh-huh. And you you see all of this stuff. Like for me, it was like, oh my God, I've lost so much weight and now I'm starting to see some muscle definition and this and that. But the the, the initial change is so drastic that you expect it all to be like that as it continues, but it doesn't, it slows down. Yep, yep. And now you're basically starting a long haul of of continuing this and you will continue to get better and stronger and all of this will continue to evolve at a much slower pace. Uh-huh. But you expect everything to be as dramatic as when you started. The same thing happens emotionally if you stop drinking. The first year and all of those firsts, you know, going through that year, you'll experience that. And then you'll get to the end of it and you'll be like, now what? Because I don't, you're not going to be doing those firsts anymore. It's and, life as you know it. And you're trying like for me the first year that was my focus like don't drink right right and so i did a lot of reading and i did a lot of journaling and i did a lot of work but i it w- it was still very new and very it was more than surface level but it, there's more to be done you know i i need to go deeper in the healing and in the journey, if you will, (laughs) to, to, to find out what is next and what do I want? And I think so many of us started drinking at a young age, especially where I grew up. That was pretty standard. I think a lot of young people today and and I don't want to make this sound like I'm picking on people in rural communities, but I know that in outstate, it's more popular because there's nothing else to do and kids don't get involved in a lot of extracurricular activities. Yeah. If you live out in the, the, the wilderness or the country or these smaller towns, a lot of times there's not a lot, of, a lot to do when you're not in school. That's how it was yeah. where I grew up. I yeah. mean, there was, you know, the standard like six sports that you right. could be in. But the, the other activity was drinking on gravel roads and in cornfields. Sure. And that's that, what yeah, we that, did. That's how it's, yeah, that happens all over the place. And so you you grow up like that 
and you never get a chance to figure out who you are without it. No. So now I'm 38, haven't had alcohol for 13 months plus, and I'm like, okay, now what? <laughs> now what do I do? Like, what do I want? Right. No one's ever asked me that. I've never asked myself that. I've just kind of always gone with the expectations that have been set for me. Yeah, you can start to feel uh, isolated and alone. And alone is not a good feeling. No. You know, because, but it was encouraging to hear her talk like this because I was like, you're helping a ton of people because what, what she was saying was spot on. Right when she started talking about this evolution and the completion of the first year, and then the now what, mm-hmm. right? And that ever the crazy thing about this is it's impossible to make somebody understand it if they've not experienced it. Yeah, and because it, there is a when when you stop drinking at about. You know, that six to eight month range, you're really going to, your head's going to start to clear. You get over a year and you're going to be, be, you're going to be looking at things like you've never looked at them before because yeah. your head's going to be that clear. Totally. Right. Totally. And then, it, and then you get the people that, you know, sometimes people that you love, right. Sitting down in front of you, oblivious to their own issues. Yeah. And- right. And yeah, I'm, and that's. That drives, it starts to drive you kind of crazy. Well, and that's something that I read about really early on is that it, when, if you, if you stop drinking and the people around you don't, you can kind of almost be a mirror to their own relationship with alcohol. And that can be a tough pill to swallow. Oh, for sure. And I know, I, I mean, I've had that yeah. happen and it's weird it's it's it, weird to be on the other side and like it's weird to thinking sit, yeah. you're you know you don't you can't see the forest for the trees it's weird to it, sit down and look at somebody stand sit right across from them have a conversation and they're like wow that's great you know because there's some people they'll say this there's some people even like family members that that have that have really struggled with that and you're looking at them going Man, dude, you're you're literally pot kettle here. It's yeah. like you are, and you can't. You, they just can't see it, and you can't make someone see. Nope, it. you can't. It's impossible. Can't. And that I think is really one of the most frustrating parts. Mm-hmm. It's li- it is. It is. It's it'll, hard. It'll drive you crazy, right? But you can't think like you know what. You can't save the whole world. Nope, you can't do it. No, nope, you just. You, I mean, you can't. The only person you can save is yourself. It's insane. It is so, just yeah. bonkers. I read this uh, post on Instagram. It actually, I actually saw it yesterday, like as we were kind of t- digging into this. Um, and it was so good. And it said, a big part of trauma recovery is rediscovering or even just discovering what we feel and what we want. It's often been buried under years of dissociation, numbing, masking, and fawning. When we start over in trauma recovery, it's often a hard system reset. And that was uh, Dr. Doyle says it's a really good Instagram account for trauma healing. Um, But 
reading that, I was like, oh, yeah, that really does make sense. Like, you, if you never figured out who you are and then you take away all the things that were numbing you not feeling great, it's it's a weird place. You could feel lost. It's a really it's a really yeah. weird place, and and then you know get yourself a year removed from what you were using to numb, and your head is clear, and you look around like, what the hell am I doing? Well, <laughs> I think a lot on? a lot of people don't realize that they're doing that. Uh, right. They're, they they don't realize that they're drinking because it's yeah, it's, it's filling a void. It's not. Usually, I would say an active choice where you're like, I am going to drink to cover up the feelings of sadness and emptiness that I feel. You don't, you don't do that and verbalize it or even un- realize that you're doing it. Right. Until you're not, until you're stopped doing it and you're like, oh, I still feel kind of sad and empty. Why? I thought that I, I thought the booze was causing those feelings, but really it was just masking them and probably making them worse in a lot of cases. Without even understanding it, that's the reason a lot of people give up and start drinking again. Because even if it's just a week or two or a month or whatever, they're not even close to deep enough in to where they can see it. Yeah. It will take a long time. It'll take many months. <laughs> I mean, talk, I tell, <laughs> I, I, well, I will tell people that it takes about six before the fog starts to clear. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you complete a full year, you're, it's like somebody turned the lights on. Yeah. And then you're really looking around and you can observe what's, what's happening around you and you kind of have a better idea. It's like um, we just finished remodeling our bathroom. And we put, I bought daylight light bulbs, which is extremely bright. And we put three of them in this like 25 square foot room and you turn the light on and you could see every speck of dust. (laughs) You could see every imperfection, every paint stroke. Right. And that's kind of what it feels like. Like you're just this, you were in the dark and now you're just shining this spotlight on everything yeah by the way i switched the daylight light bulbs into something much more tolerable (laughs) right but that is what it feels like you're just like there's a a spotlight shining on everything in your life and you're like ah it's harsh and it's the yeah a lot and the reason i wanted to bring this up is because i know that here we are a week into february now and if if you're still hanging on (laughs) <laughs> yeah, don't let this discourage don't, you. No, but I'm, I'm saying I it, follow individuals and try to keep in contact with people. Uh, social media is great for this, by the way, that are in the same spot because you'll realize without even talking to them, you'll just realize yeah. that, oh, yep, this is normal. Right, what I'm, I'm, you're not alone. Yeah, what I'm going through is, is normal because you'll pass a year and you'll start thinking these same talks, thoughts and you'll be like, is this normal? Then you'll see somebody yeah. post something like that and you'll be like, yep, it is normal because it's just this progression. So right? what do you think, like what's next? I know that's the question that we keep asking, but like how do you think someone gets to the next evolution in this journey? 
I don't, you know, I, I don't have the answer because I have not experienced, you know, anything beyond a little over a year now myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I, I don't want to say that I'm in a different spot because I, you know, I was what, again, everybody's, everybody is different because there, there are people that haven't drank for a year that still struggle mightily with wanting a drink. Fact. I do not. Yes. I've never, as a matter of fact, all through the whole year, I never really experienced that. I didn't, I didn't, I never desired to have a drink. I just was like, it's strange in the sense that I'm not out doing it anymore. And I've removed myself from activities and individuals th- whose lives revolve around it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not there because there's no, you no reason you wouldn't, I don't have any interest anymore. Yeah. And that's how I feel too. And I think they, there's actually a term for that. I think they call it spontaneous sobriety where you just quit. Yeah. And you're just like, I, I don't want it. That, that's I, the growing number in America is yeah. people who, and again, if, if you need help, get help. A million but, percent. But there is a ton of people that are just like, I'm done. Right. And that's it. No rehab, nothing, no big announcements. You know, I'm just done. Yep. And so then it's like, okay, so if that is where you fall, like now what? <laughs> right. That's that's what people are trying to figure out. Yeah. And because it's it can, especially again, when the vast majority of people around you are still living their lives the same way yeah. that they always have been and they have no desire well some of them actually I, i've learned this a lot of them i hear this a lot i'd like to quit drinking but i just don't know how to do it yeah, yeah i, 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 I literally lot. hear that yep and and one of the reasons is i can tell you when we started this podcast and even through last year I can't tell you how many people were like, yeah, but everybody in my neighborhood it's, and, 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 you know, yeah. and my family and everybody yep. else, they drink all the time. So it's almost impossible. And then to watch them drift away from, you know, trying to stop and just get right back into that lifestyle because they feel trapped. That is sad. It's hard. That is it's, sad it's to see. Hard. And when you see that, man, that is like heartbreaking because you know that they want to but they've fallen right back in because yep. they don't feel there's another way out. Ugh. That's tough. One. It is. It happens. And I it, mean, it definitely happens. How many people did we hear that from? A lot. It's like on my street, everybody, that's what we do on the weekends, on Friday nights. You know, the whole neighborhood gets together and we just have drinks. Yeah. Or, or, or And then their spouse or partner, whoever they're living with, and their family, same way. So you can feel super isolated. Oh, absolutely. Right? And I... and. I'll be honest, I haven't had to deal with that because we live in a pretty quiet street, a lot of older couples, yeah. right? And everybody's kind of everyone kind of keeps to themselves. Keep to the each to their to each their own, but haven't had a problem, you know, being surrounded with people that are still kind of doing that thing. I've had my own thing going on, but I'm feeling I was sometimes other than going to the gym, right? Mm-hmm. Which I thank God, because if I didn't have that, I'd have been freaking crazy by now. Yeah. Uh I I, I feel like I've lost a big chunk of my social life because it, for three decades, oh, yeah. you know, for 30 years, it revolved around that. Yep. Everything you almost, that I almost did literally, I mean, just, it's insane to think about, but it was all revolving around drinks and having a good, and that what they thought was having a good time. 
And that's what we wanted to sell. That was what we were selling. Concerts and, you know, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And so. So now I've taken that out of my life. And, it's, and I don't want it back, by the way. I don't, not drinking and hanging out and just, you know, acting a fool. Because that's what you're doing when you're going to these. That's I mean, you what I did. Go to WeFest. I mean, yeah. seriously, that's what happens. Go to any of them outdoor music venues like it's just that's all it is people are going there to drink a lot that's what they that's what they go that's what they go for yeah it's I mean, not even a question right that's pretty basic fact yeah that is i mean that's why you're there that's why you see people double fisting like ever you see people at country concerts right they i'm ever, pretty sure i've quadruple ever, fist everybody's got two and everybody's got two because they don't want to get in line right it's just it's insane um but I, that's, a, but yeah, it's, it's like looking at your life under a spotlight and, and trying to assess what you do now. So here's, this is God, we've got to get somebody who has followed this because I'm talking a professional, yeah, right? Because I don't know what's next. Well, I, I think, um, Therapy is probably a really good option for a lot of people. Sure. Yeah. Just kind of having someone to work through some of the trauma, especially if you're looking at like, you know, childhood trauma, things like that. But beyond that, I mean, I just keep doing my little meditation in my journal and. But she brought that up. She was like, I, I've been meditating. I've done all of yeah. these things. And she was like, nothing's helping. You want to know why? Because you don't know what's next. Yeah. And and trying to keep that positive attitude, and it just, it goes so far. But you still don't know what is next or what, or what you're going to feel or what you're going to, who you're going to get involved with. What, 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 I think it's the uncertainty. I think it's uncertainty and just not knowing even what you want. That's that's it. When I you're mean, like, what's you next? Well, what do you want? I don't know. Yeah, you, you don't know. I don't know. And that's a like, weird now what do I do? feeling. It's a, really, it's a really weird feeling. So, And then you try to think about, God, you know, how much have I accomplished? A lot. And then you've got to, yeah, and it's okay to look at it like that and be like, you know what? Wow. That's, yeah, it's that's okay quite the feat. To recognize that you've come a long way, but you still have a ways to go. Like we're all a work in progress. I'm beginning to equate this to the same thing. Going back to what I initially said, like when you go to the gym and you lose a bunch of weight. Yeah. And all of a sudden you want everything else to unfold as quickly as that. And it doesn't. No. The rest of it is going to take a lot of work and time. It's a, that's a right. really good analogy because it is like a long game. Like right. if you're going to, if you're going to make fitness part of your lifestyle, then it always is part of your, it's not like I'm right. going to work out for a year and then everything's going to be fixed and I don't have to do it anymore. Right. So if you're going to, if you're going to have live an alcohol free lifestyle, like then you, so you got to take it to the next level. Right. So then like, how does my alcohol free life look? Like what, how do I want it to unfold? I and, don't know. And everybody probably, you know, you, you've got to have realistic expectations. Yep. Right? It doesn't, but again, we're all part of this. I'm part of it. The microwave generation. We want it now. We want it now. Right? Yeah. And 
and you don't, you can't erase God how many years. Yeah, of, you know what I'm saying all of that. You just that doesn't you don't fix that in one year. No, it's just not how that happened. I right? kind of thought you did. <laughs> I kind of did. Well, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with being proud of yourself, and you know, and the, if you've made it a year, my God, you're. It's you're, huge. It's a yeah. huge. It is a huge accomplishment in a in a world that glamorizes and normalizes excessive drinking. Yeah, it's a huge accomplishment, and and I certainly am not diminishing that because I'm very proud. Right. Absolutely. I agree. So I just wanted, you know, because I know every time we talk about it, I can tell by watching downloads. I'm like, oh, yep, that one touched a nerve. Mm-hmm. Like when we had back during the holidays, right after Christmas, Christmas, we had done a show like we'd reached one year. Mm-hmm. And of the 220 some episodes we've done, that is already in a top 10. So it's yeah, just, it's, it just shoot. They just, I mean, they. It, you can tell. There's definitely a curiosity yeah. of like, what does life look like without alcohol? I know. Well, I, I the, the re, it's it's fun to share it as we move along, right? Mm-hmm. But I can tell you, I can totally relate to all of the individuals who have passed the one year mark, and you're going now. What? Right. Which again, I I feel like for my own vernacular i'm going to think of this as like an opportunity to decide what's next and create it yeah even even though i don't know what it what it is yeah i just you know one month into the year now right a little over that i i was just beginning to feel like did i accomplish as much as i wanted to and i look at what i did accomplish in january and I think if I would have still been drinking on the weekends, even I wouldn't have got that done. Right. I, there's no right. way I would have I would have done any of that. There's just no way. So it's okay to look at it. Like sometimes you got to stand back and be like, "Well, what if?" Right. Well, yeah. I posted a reveal of our bathroom on Instagram on Sunday, and people were like, "How did you get that done so fast?" Oh, did you post that? I didn't even. I didn't. And even. I'm like, "Well, it was only a week," and they're like, "That." That's really fast. And I'm like, oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, that was all I did last week. Because I, yeah. was, I was under so the impression. I'm just saying, like, you, you did accomplish a lot. You, you renovated an entire bathroom. It took a whole week, though, of every day. Well, yeah, that was fast. That's and fast. I thought it would, honestly, I was thinking it would be done by, like, last Tuesday. And it took me till Friday when you got home. Well, it's done, and, then, and that should be applauded and celebrated. And Saturday night, we actually put the shelves up to finish it off. Yeah, it's super cute. So it's very fresh. It's very spa-like. So we, we, this is part of the evolution, right? And we don't have it figured out. No, I'm so telling you. If you're you, coming here for for answers, I just don't join us on the well, journey. People ask me that, and I'm like, I don't, I don't. Now I'm because I'm going through one of these points where i'm like i don't know what's next because mm-hmm. the again what i call newbie gains right when you get those initial results all of that is long gone i don't drink i haven't for over a year and i'm really trying to figure out what's next mm-hmm. i know some of the things that i like to do right and i know what obviously we're doing right now but I just, as far as my social existence and my passion, I said, listen, by the way, I don't need, 
I'm not, I'm not pining for help here. I'm just saying I, I think a lot of people understand this. It feels weird. If you don't drink, right, and you're in this part of the country and you're looking at your life away from whatever you do for work or anything else, it can start to feel weird. Mm-hmm. Really weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do next. Yeah. Because I can tell you that after last year, I, that's not good enough. Because I just did, last year was just firsts. I'm like, oh, this is this is the first time yeah. I've done this. First time I've done 4th of July. First time I had, you know, Labor Day weekend. First time we went through the holidays. All of that. Yep. And now, so I had those things to kind of look forward to because I was like, oh, I thought that's going to be a new experience. Now I know. Yeah. So now I know what spring is going to look like. I know what summer yeah memorial day yeah yeah i know what all of this is going to look like i've got to add something to that yep and i don't i have to figure that out Yep. because i don't have it there yet no i agree and it's i I guess we're learning that's what i'm saying this is part of it and and, and last year there was the first and then there was i mean almost kind of like a, a survival type of feeling of like, okay, we got through that. Now we've experienced it. And then you were anticipating the next first. Got through that. We've experienced it. And now it's, that's, we've already done it all. So how are we going to evolve? I like that word. Yeah, so do I. I or think that's. Lean I, into it. I think that's whatever. where, I think that's where people are going to find themselves evolving. Yeah. Right. Finding yourself, that's kind of a interesting theme. It is. You know? Because a lot of people don't know an adult life without it. Right. Right. And everybody's like, well, I don't, I'm not. A lot of them are like, I don't drink that much. You'd be surprised. Again, I did. I did. If, I know. But if, <laughs> if, if, for people, when people say that, I'm like, take it out of your life and stop. Yeah, it's it's different. Definitely. And then all of a sudden, it it turns into a completely different conversation. Yeah, they get it, people get really defensive. Like, well, I don't have a problem. I'm like, I'm not saying you did. Just stop drinking. You don't need to. And then it turns into this. It they get well. I don't want to get into it, but it's like you can you figure people out pretty quick, <laughs> right? And it's just like that's a hard pill to swallow. It really is. So. I don't know. I'm just if, if you're there and you're going through this right now, you're not alone. Yeah. Right. So this is just one of those things because it it isn't all a rose garden. No, it isn't. You know, and I think that that's that's people get this vision in their mind that it's going to be this big glorious, and it is. There there are moments when you're going to be like, "Wow, this is awesome." Right to hundred percent to be that that awake. Yes, right, and you will be like overwhelmed with gratitude. Oh my or god, you'll, yeah. You'll be in a situation where you could play the tape forward and know what it would have been like if you were still drinking, and be just really grateful that you're not. I think a lot of the frustration is this: you're being forced to deal with feelings and emotions in the past you never had to deal with. Yeah. That's what it is. And that can create an uncomfortable feeling. Absolutely. So when you're forced to do that stuff, 
it's uh it's a whole new it's a whole new ball game. Yeah. And uh, so now it's developing the tools to deal with those things right. and and heal. Right. And learn how to remember who you are, discover who you are. Yes. <sighs> so big week. Big sigh. Big right. sigh on a big, Tuesday. Big, no, not and again, I don't want this to be depressing. I'm just saying that if you're at that point. No, it's not it's not meant to be depressing. It's it's real though. This is real talk. <laughs> There's a lot of people that have just completed that first year now and you're into the second year, you're starting and you're like, I, I'm feeling a little down. It's yeah. normal. That's normal. Yep. Well, it's normal for everybody that I'm talking to anyways. And these are people who are experiencing it. Yep. They didn't read it in a book somewhere, right? This is life experience yep. being shared. And it's not just us. It's I'm getting that from everybody else that's along for the ride. Yep. So, and it's, again, it's not a bad feeling, but it's strange. Very. It, it, it's, 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 an, it's strange in the sense that you're going to, it's feelings that, again, you've never had to deal with mm -hmm. before. So. Yeah. And it's recognizing that, identifying it, and then taking action. Right. Because there's a lot more than in, in your life that will change than just not, once, once you stop drinking, there's all of these different things in your life that are going to change. Yeah. Your relationships, uh, just your everyday life is just going to change. Mm -hmm. And I think that when, you know, constantly having to deal with that becomes initially, it's like, oh, this is cool. This is wonderful. This is the new way of my life. But then it, that gets old. <laughs> and uh, seriously. And then you're like, oh, well, now what? That's where a lot of people are at. Now what? And if you're only a month in or if you didn't make it, I, again, I'm telling you, you can start any time. Yeah. And luckily, there's a lot of great content. There's a lot of good resources. There's quite a uh, alcohol-free community online right? But where you can go and not feel alone. Just six weeks ago, though, you and I were sitting here and I talked about, you know what, we, you and I both, both brought up. If you're going to stop drinking, you're going to have to find something to fill that time. Yeah. Right. And I did. I mean, I, I like with going to the gym and stuff, but then I'm, you get to a point where it's not just that you're not just looking to fill time. I think you start looking for real purpose. Yeah. And it's not just doing things that are fun or this, you're looking for purpose. And if you don't feel like you have that, it's, it's a void, it's a void that you need to fill. Right. And that like, was that last Friday when we talked about the Ikigai, like the Japanese concept yeah. of like finding your purpose for greater good. Um, I think there's a lot of people that are looking for that or wanting that feeling of like, I've found my purpose. Yeah. A lot and of it's it. not easy. You no. can't just, you don't just wake up and go, I'm going to find my purpose today. That is not how like, it happens. You've, you've got to work through the icky feelings which is kind of a gritty project that we're kind of in. Um, and then be open and listen to your heart. Get your mindset right and then listen to your heart. Uh, a lot of people, I think a part of this great awakening is they are figuring out that they've their whole life they've been doing what somebody else has expected them to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then 
getting away from that is a foreign feeling yeah. and you don't know it's, exactly how to it's deal the with matrix. it. It's matrix. It's like weird. How do, you, how do you break, break free from the matrix? It's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be going through this grind, the nine to five, bringing the kids to the same events. Everybody, everybody can't wait for Friday. Right. Anybody that's like, is that all there is? And, and anybody that tells you that's just life, that is not life. That, that is something that they, that you have been, programmed uh-huh. to believe is life. Yes. That is not life. Yes. You do not have to live like that. I know. I was, I just was thinking that the other morning. I'm like, oh, at least it's Friday. And I'm like, gross. That's the most cliche thing. In like, the, is that yeah. how, is that just, this is how I just feel now? Right. Just, you, you get to Friday, just you have the weekend and then you get the Sunday scaries and then you grind through Monday to Friday again. And, you and then li- it's and you just keep repeating. And then you say stupid shit like, "Oh God, time flies!" Right? And it's, it's already the middle of February, and you're like, "Stop! Right. Why am I saying this?" Right? Because your whole life, right, is and that's how you're living your life. It's just evaporating uh. right in front of you because you're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. I think that's why they want. This that, is why we feel that, empty and that's sad. That's why people drink. Totally. It is, 100%. Yes. It's, it's the one... That does le- not fix it. It's the legal escape, you know, and it's not, right. it's dangerous, but... It doesn't they, fix it. They figured we're going to have to give them something. I'm back, I'm getting back into the conspiracy. I don't think that's a conspiracy. I think that is absolutely true. It's like, we'll just feed them this, and then we'll get them in this regular... We'll tell them it's sexy and fun and then that 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 that'll keep them numb yep that five day a week just grind a job and just going through the motions yeah and then i think when again when you're if you're 100 percent sober you can step back and look at what i just described and be like that i'm not a machine yeah and we are not living in some utopian society where i'm just given a number i am an individual and I have my own dreams and everything else that I can work on. I'm not, I'm not one of these people that's just going to go through the grind and try to get the bigger house, the newer car, this, that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go post these pictures of me traveling in these places. just the same grind that everybody goes through. Mm-hmm. It's just that. It is just, it is the matrix. Take me to my goat farm. (laughs) These people that are moving off grid, I'm telling you, for years, people were telling them they're crazy. They're not crazy. They're not crazy. They're not crazy at all. They are not at all. I mean, you got it. I mean, I hear that from so many people when they get to a point, they're like, man, if I did, if I knew then what I knew now. Yeah. I would have took a whole different. That's the American dream. Yeah. Just take a whole different approach to things. Don't have the man keeping you down. So if, <laughs> if, if, if you're, you know, if, if you've reached a point where you haven't drank in a while and you feel, you're feeling these feelings like now what? Yeah. Right. You're not alone. You're not alone. Stick with us, kid. Yeah. We'll figure it out together. I, I'm, I'm serious. Come to the goat farm with and, us. Yeah. Enjoy it. Just, we'll, shit, we love to hear stories, by the way, how you're doing and, uh, you know, well, this evolution, this constant change, we're sharing the story as it evolves, literally, as it unfolds. But when I saw that post, I thought, my God, I can relate and who can't relate? Yeah, and 
Do you remember her name? That creator? Kelsey. Kelsey. Kelsey goes sober. Kelsey goes sober. Yeah. Okay. If you I, get a chance, she's on TikTok. I started following her when she had like nobody. I need I mean, to follow her because that is, uh, you played it for me off of TikTok and I was like, oh my God, I feel that so deeply. Because like it's just this. Yeah. yeah when she, totally. When she started, she was doing all these things like try something new and she was attacking it like she was supposed to, right? Yep. And I remember the frustrations when it was four, six, eight weeks in. And to watch her now reach this 15-month mark, I'm proud of her, but I'm really proud of the fact that she's been so candid about sharing her experience. Yeah. Right? And now she's got over 24,000 followers. Good for her. And it's, I think it's, it's it's really taken. It's just becoming its own animal. It's it's pretty cool to follow, but That's super especially cool. if you're experiencing it. Oh right? yeah, and for for all of the people that are that are in that spot, that same spot she's at, she she nails it all the time because she comes up. She has ups days and down days, and you know she thinks about you know missing time with her friends that she thought were right yeah but she realized that the only thing she had in common with them was drinking yep some of them anyways that's a tough one that is a tough one all right on that note though i i, I want <laughs> no but i do want to encourage people and you have to be candid and let them know that this it's not always again what we call a rose garden no right it's, no i'm glad we have this conversation because it is it's very real it's daunting sometimes and, it's, and it feels like you're not getting anywhere and it feels like you don't know what's next and it, and you feel like am i going to live a mundane life for the rest of my existence no yeah because that's what I'm it feels not. like I know, but sometimes it feels like that. Like, I'm never going to have that kind of fun again. You start to think like that. And you're like, oh, yeah, don't go back down that road, right? No. Because that is a dark, dark hole to yeah. climb into, Yeah. right? Because if you just... Oh, yeah, totally. So don't, don't do that, right? Go to the light. So follow the light. <laughs> and uh, we can follow us because we'll be back again tomorrow morning with another episode. Hang in there.